emanating from www.michaelnimmons.org. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dice. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. This is Wayne Braddock, 910 a.m. Comedian Horace H.B. Sanders. What's up, H.B.? Hey, what's up, Michael? Hey, <laughs> you're a winner, boy. Look at you, right? You're thinking out loud now. I'll just end with this. No matter where you go, that's where you'll be. <laughs> yes! And you're listening to the... And I'm thinking out loud with my guy, Mike Nimmons. Make sure you check them out every week on Thinking Out Loud Radio. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. The show featuring award-winning radio and TV personality Nikki Rich of the Nikki Rich TV show. And Nikki, I know that there is uh, no better mentor than Oprah Winfrey. I want you to tell our listeners how that relationship with Oprah Winfrey got started. Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. And that started through supporting, you know, supporting the network, um, you know, pretty much. And then um, I got a phone call one day to do the tour with my media team, which was amazing. And I, I'm telling you, I have my phone. I missed the phone call when they called. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemens. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. And yes, guys, this is our 40th show. Yay! <laughs> we are so excited. I know you I know uh you can hear it in our voice. We are truly excited about this being our 40th show. I still can't believe it. I'm pinching myself uh even as we're in the midst of it, you know, because we began back in August of last year, 2017, not really knowing what we were doing and what the show was going to be or uh, uh, or do or accomplish. And here we are, 40 shows in, and we're beginning to see the impact that we're making 
in the lives of those who listen to the show. We're constantly getting positive feedback from our listeners. People are sending us emails wanting to be guests on the show. Our listener numbers are continuing to increase after each and every show. So we are definitely seeing uh, some uh, progress and we are just so thankful to those of you who listen to the show every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. We owe you a debt of gratitude and we just want to thank you uh, for being a part of the Thinking Out Loud radio show family. We truly, truly appreciate you. We hope you'll continue listening to the show and sharing our posts and letting others know about uh, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, just letting them know what's going on with us, what we got coming up. Uh, let me tell you, um, you know, the best, I believe, is yet to come. So continue listening uh, and telling others about what's going on and what we're doing on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. In this 40th VIP edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we'll be sharing with you an interview we had with a good friend of ours, best-selling author, speaker, professor, and TV host, Dr. Eddie Connor. I truly enjoy chopping it up with my good friend. We have several mutual interests, and it's always good talking to someone with like passion and resolve to see positive change, not just in our community, but around the world. And this brother is really committed to doing just that. He's doing some big things. He's got a new book out called Woman. That's right. And this is a powerful ode to the power of women. Uh, he's also got his Boys to Book Initiative, Boys to Books Initiative, among other things we'll be sharing with you during our interview with Dr. Eddie Connor. So you don't want to go anywhere. You need to stay right where you are when we, so we can share with you this incredible interview in just a few minutes. And speaking of VIP guests or very inspirational person spotlights that we like to call them on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, I just want to take a few minutes and shout out all of the guests that we've had on the show. This is our way of not just showing them some love from our show, but also sharing with you, our listeners, the power and influence that we've had on these radio airwaves these past few months we've been on the air. So here we go in order of their appearance. Judge Fonda Evans, candidate for circuit court judge. Actor Mandel Frazier, community activist Gerald Boykin, best-selling author Sylvia Hubbard. Senator Coleman Young, candidate for 13th Congressional District. City Clerk Janice Winfrey. State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnago. Candidate for City Clerk Garland Gilcrest. Comedian Horace H.B. Saunders. Comedian Simply Chanel. Forgotten Harvest CEO Kurt Mays. WXYZ meteorologist Denise Isaac. 910 AM radio host Wayne Bradley, author, motivational speaker Sean Hart, gospel jazz guitarist Jeff Allison, author and motivational speaker Alan Echoes, 14-year-old Civil Air Patrol cadet Nyla Crosby, 
Christian rapper and poet Ty Scott King, best-selling author and speaker Kim Brooks, gospel psalmist Ryan Rutley, Hollywood red carpet reporter Tenzie Taylor, Tuskegee Airmen Sergeant Preston Jowers and Colonel Bob Tillman, Sock Out Poverty Phyllis Burton and daughter Princess Jackson, Sunday Best alum Maurice Griffin. Vice President of ESPN, the undefeated, Kevin Merida. 13th Congressional District Candidate, the Honorable Chanel Jackson. VP and General Counsel of Western Air Airlines, Rex- Rexy Roll. Gospel hip-hop artist and Christian rapper, B. Rutt. Award-winning radio and TV personality, Nikki Rich of the Nikki Rich TV Show. And finally, best-selling author, speaker, professor, TV host, and my good friend, Dr. Eddie Connor. 30 guests, 30 powerful and inspirational interviews, plus a ton of hot topics and other great information that has been shared over these past 40 episodes. And the best is yet to come. Let me tell you. Wow. And... If you've missed any of these shows, uh, don't fret, don't worry. You can always check them out on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. That's right. You can listen to all 40 episodes, all 40 guests, right from those podcasting networks. Technology is amazing. So be sure if you if you miss any of those episodes, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, tune in, and now on iHeartRadio to catch up on all the shows of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. And we are quickly approaching our fiftieth show, and we really want to make that show really, really special. If you have any ideas or suggestions on how we can make that show special for you, the fans of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, you, the listeners of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, send us an email at thinkingoutloudradioshow at gmail.com. Maybe you have an idea for a great guest that you think will be great for the show. Let us know so we can start working on contacting them now. We want our 50th show to be historic. We want it to be great. So help us make help us by thinking about what you can do to make this show really special. Send us an email to thinking out loud radio show at gmail.com. Also, we had a great first book signing this past Sunday at our home church, Greater Grace Temple. And I truly appreciate all those who purchased our new book, Vision, from us on this past Sunday. I know it is going to bless you. We'll be back this coming Sunday, May the 6th at 7.30 and 11 a.m. in Vision Hall, where you'll be able to purchase our new book directly from us. Greater Grace Temple is located at 23500 West Seven Mile Road in Detroit, Michigan. We'll be in Vision Hall, where you'll be able to purchase our new book, Vision. And let me tell you, this book is very powerful. Stay tuned because next week we're planning an entire show dedicated to talking about and discussing our new book vision. 
And we're going to be live. That's right. We're going to be live. I know many of you have been asking us, when are we going to do another live show? Well, next week, our Mother's Day show, we're going to be live. That's right. And uh, as an added bonus, we'll be giving away a special basket for Mother's Day, courtesy of KCN Designs, one of our show partners for Mother's Day. Uh, but in order to win the basket, you've got to be tuned in to the show. So next week is going to be big. So stay tuned for more details. Also, check out the official Thinking Out Loud radio show YouTube channel on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash TOL radio show MSN. There you'll see exclusive video clips from interviews, commercials, and other media content that we plan to share on our Thinking Out Loud radio show YouTube channel. Uh, we've already uh, shared a few videos there on there already. The Clark Sisters video is really gaining a lot of traction on the web. Uh, on our YouTube channel, we're getting quite a few comments on there. Uh, the, uh, the Clark Sisters song from last week, we posted that on our uh, Thinking Out Loud uh, YouTube channel as well. As our thought of the week from last week. So you can uh, go right there and listen to some clips from the show uh, right from our Thinking Out Loud official YouTube channel. And always remember to stick around for our thought of the week. We got another great one for you, but you got to listen to the entire show. So stick around so you can uh, be sure that you don't miss our thought of the week. And remember to follow all of our social media accounts on uh, Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and on our, our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. We've got some new uh, content on our Facebook fan page for you to check out. A couple uh, questions uh, on there for you to check out and uh, give us your feedback on some posts that we've uh, uh, left there on our website. Be sure uh, to check those out and let us know what you think. Go to facebook.com slash thinking out loud radio show. We begin this week's current event spotlight talking about the Bill Cosby verdict handed down on April the 26th. According to the BBC, Bill Cosby was convicted of three counts of sexual assault, each of which carries a potential of 10 years in prison. I don't think he's going to be there, be in there 30 years, but uh, I believe he will serve some jail time, but it won't be 30 years. Uh, it was the second time the actor stood trial for the allegations after an earlier jury failed to reach a verdict in 2017. According to the BBC, around 60 women over five decades have publicly accused the Emmy Award winning actor of being a sexual predator. But the statute of limitations laws means that only one charge has been brought to trial. If I can be completely candid right here for a minute, I believe this is more to do with the color of Bill Cosby's skin than him being a sexual predator. 
and this being a victory for the Me Too movement. I included in my post about the show on Instagram, which not just includes Bill Cosby's photo, but also Harvey Weinstein, Billy, Bill O'Reilly, Matt Lauer, Charlie Sheen, and your president, Donald Trump, or Trump. So riddle me this, which of the six men are going to prison for the crimes that have been committed? Hmm. And what is the major difference between the six men? Wealth, celebrity, influence. What about race? Hmm. Bingo. Bill Cosby is the only one of the six sexual predators is actually going to prison for the crimes that he's committed. And he just happens to be a black man. Go figure. I wonder why that's so. Well, the rest of the men seem to have only lost their jobs except one. Somebody say not yet. Um, that seems to be the extent to which the other men or the other white men have been punished. And some of their sexual crimes and some, please note this, of their sexual crimes fall within the statute of limitations but still no charges have been filed. I wonder why. Cosby's longtime wife Felicia Rashad said in an interview back in 2015 what you're seeing is the destruction of a legacy and I think it's orchestrated. I don't know why or who's doing it but it's the legacy thereafter. And it's a, legacy, it's a legacy that's so important to the culture. Her words ring true, at least for me, because everybody knows the impact that the Cosby Show had back in the 80s and 90s. This, is, uh, this was an influential black middle class family. Father was a physician. Wife was a lawyer. Children were all doing well in school. Think of the optics of this for the black community. Tuning in on uh, NBC at 8 p.m. on Thursday nights to watch the Huxtable family. And I, attend, I tend to agree with Claire on this one. It's his legacy that they're after. If we can tarnish his legacy, then maybe we can somehow tarnish this Norman Rockwell painting of a perfect TV family that so many people have come to know and love. Think about that. In other news, has Kanye West lost his mind? Well, yes, but I believe he lost it a long time ago, and we're just seeing the residual effects of this unfolding right before our very eyes. According to news source Vox, Kanye West returned to Twitter after almost a full year away, where he's now posting so many tweets that's genuinely hard to keep up with his seemingly insatiable pace. He posted tweets out professing his admiration for, you guessed it, President Donald Trump. Yep, that's right, you heard me correctly. Kanye said in a tweet, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon industry. Now, first of all, what is dragon industry? In energy, I have been confused by that. So somebody please let me know what that is. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we don't have the right to independent thought. Huh? What? These, these are Kanye's words, guys. I mean, 
You remember what uh, Arnold used to say on different strokes? What you talking about, Willis? Well, what you talking about, Kanye? <laughs> we don't have the what? We don't have the right to independent independent thought. Sounds like something right out of the Donald Trump playbook. No free thinkers allowed. First, this country was built on the premise of independent thought. You recall the First Amendment, right? The right of free speech, which affords everyone the opportunity and ability to have and to share independent thought. Of course, Kanye's chum, Donald Chump, chimed in and tweeted back, Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. And then Kanye tweeted out a photo of a Make America Great Again hat that appears to have been signed by Donald Trump. That's right. And Kanye seemed very happy about. Time would not even allow me to go into the buffoonery of Kanye's tweets and his friendship with the head of the asylum, Donald Trump. His music has been on a steady decline, in my opinion, after his... Uh, I believe his second album, Through the Fire. Uh, to keep, uh, to me, Kanye started off as a conscious rapper with a message kind of like Common, but has since degenerated into a narcissistic, egotistical, maniacal buffoon. Kind of like his idol, Donald Trump. Is Kanye that black Donald? Well, I don't know, but uh, I'm not sure. He's a he's definitely a case study on what the music industry does to the mentality of talent black artists and musicians. It chews them up and spits them out. And for me, this appears to be the chewed up version of Kanye West after the music industry has drained what's left of his talent and most importantly, his mind. And finally, the Cantrell Funeral Home was recently in the news, according to Local 4. State inspectors shut down Detroit Funeral Home due to deplorable unsanitary conditions. Decomposing remains and deplorable conditions were among the violations that led state inspectors to shut down the Cantrell Funeral Home. Hmm. Bodies had appeared to have been stored at the funeral home while family members raised the money to have them buried. At the cost of funerals continues to rise and the lack of insurance to cover the cost, it unfortunately leads to these unsavory circumstances. According to Local 4, Yolanda Brewer, who was at the scene looking for her sister's remains, said, This is really wrong and crazy. He, Raymond Cantrell, said he would hold the body here in a cooler until we could pay the rest of the money. When state inspectors went into Cant went inside Cantrell uh, funeral home, the reporter uh, they reported finding decomposing bodies stored in an unrefrigerated garage and filthy back room. Then a pop-up inspection last Wednesday found 20 bodies, seven in caskets, uh, three were in cremation containers, and 10 were just sitting on tables. Inspectors said, according to Local 4 News. The story gives me the chills just reading about how the deceased were being handled. Our thoughts and prayers are with the families caught up in the I'm caught up in this unfortunate mess. And our hope is that everything gets straightened out and those bodies that were found will be given a proper burial so the family can get the closure they so desperately deserve. Well, we're going to take our first break of the night, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with motivational speaker, author, college professor, and TV host, 
my good friend, Dr. Eddie Cotter. Don't you go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Got the munchies? Call Munchies! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchies! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchies! If you want some mouth-watering pizza and wings? Call Munchies! Call 248-476-7272 Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington When you have the munchies, call Munchies! Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. Miss the show featuring ESPN's and the undefeated vice president and editor-in-chief, Kevin Merida. I have a very, very inspirational person indeed on the line with us on tonight. This is an interview I've been waiting to do. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. Why, Why is it called the undefeated? I've always wanted to know that. It's based on a a Maya Angelou quote that really talks about we may suffer many defeats, but we will not be defeated. Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, empowerment sessions, scholarships, and much more. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash the Vision Initiative and find out how to donate and become a mentor or volunteer. The Vision Initiative, opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. Come join the vision. Write for the intellectual with the filled up brain and the genius IQ. I put my pen to paper and write for you and for me too. Cause I see the skew in this world and I know that it's fallen. So I write to let you know that the father is called. What's up? This is Ty Scott King and you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show with Michael Nimmons. Keep it locked. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. 
Everybody, we are back on another VIP edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, we call it the Very Inspirational Spotlight, and we truly uh, have a inspirational brother on the line with us on tonight. He is a good friend of mine, a great friend of ours, and I'm so happy that he's um, carved out time to be with be with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I just want to share a little bit about. Uh, this positive young brother um, that's uh, on the show. He is an accomplished uh, uh, speaker and author, uh, best-selling author, international speaker, college professor, and TV host on TCT Network, survivor of stage four cancer, and empowers people to overcome obstacles. Uh, Dr. Connor is the cousin of one of the world's most influential entertainers, the late legendary Prince. As an author of eight best-selling books, Dr. Connor has been featured and hosted in segments on BT, CBS, Fox News, NBC, PBS, The Steve Harvey Show, The Time Journal Show, and The Word Network, just to name a few. And he was featured on the Potter's Touch and was an empowerment speaker at Bishop T.D. Jake's MegaFest. I mean, this guy is uh, involved in a lot, and I'm just so happy to have him on the show with us on uh, tonight. So I want you to give a warm, thinking out loud radio show welcome to my good friend, author, motivational speaker, and TV host, uh, my man, Dr. Eddie Connor. What's up, Eddie? What's going on, good brother? Appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. Yes, sir. <laughs> you give me an applause. That should go to you, bro. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm uh, I'm just happy to 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 know um, positive brothers like yourself, Doctor Connor. Man, you are, um, you know, uh, uh, I'm sure an inspiration to. A lot of um, a lot of young men out there doing some uh, great things uh, as a uh, international speaker, or author, best-selling author, uh, eight books. I mean, you just uh, uh, a college professor, um, you know, now TV host. Uh, you are just um, an inspiration to a lot of people. What does that feel like? What does that that you know occupying all of those different spaces what does that feel like for you you know it's humbling um because i come from humble beginnings and it doesn't really matter how uh, high I, I may go i remember how low i've been to be an underdog to be you know somebody who many people didn't think would amount to much uh but i'm a living witness uh god used the least likely to do the most mighty and you have an amazing testimony. I want you to share with our listeners. Um, God has uh, done some remarkable things in your life, and I want you to share with our listeners how you uh, how you survived stage four cancer. How God had blessed you in that regard. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I'm sure you can say too, as well, the person listening that. That, I, that you don't look like what you've been through. And that's my testimony because you, I believe your test of testimony, your misery is ministry. 
Uh, God used your massive message, your stumbling block as a stepping stone, and he uses your setback as a setup for your greatest comeback. He literally uses your tragedy as strategy to get your life to the next level. And uh, I remember being just uh, a tender teenager at, at this time, sophomore in high school and um, 15 years of age and um, experiencing chest pains and not really wanting to share with my mother what was going on. You know how we grow up as, as, mm-hmm. as males, you know, grin and bear, be a tough guy. And uh, I didn't realize that I was toughing it out, something that was literally killing me from the inside out. Um, over my friend's house watching a, a football game, can't breathe by halftime. Mind you, I'd been experiencing these chest pains for about two weeks, sleeping in class, just, I mean, literally felt like somebody was stabbing me in my chest. Um, his mother takes me to the high, hospital. The doctor um, says they need to do a CT scan of the chest to see what's going on in my body. They cut me open, and uh, the, the doctors find out there's an aggressive tumor forming in my body that it was growing so fast they could see him growing with the naked eye. And uh, felt great coming out of surgery and ready to get back to being a kid, playing basketball, uh, getting ready to play varsity and running cross country. And my favorite two classes in school were gym and lunch. You know, I wanted to chase the girls in gym and eat with them at lunch. The doctor says, no, Eddie, we have a diagnosis for you. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Is it pneumonia, you know, uh, pain, whatever it is? He says, you have NHL. Now, uh, Mike, I, I've never played the Powerball, much less the lottery, but I thought I hit it that day because I said, I'm getting ready to be the youngest owner of a National Hockey League team. I don't even like the sport. He says, no, you've been diagnosed with non-Hoskins lymphoma. I'm like, my first language is Ebonics. I'm, I'm, he says, you've been diagnosed with not one, not two, not three, but four. I feel my pockets are fine, $4. He says, stage four cancer. I'm like, I'm young, I'm black, I'm male. I know stage four ain't a good stage to be in. Uh, and I'm thinking death. And he says to me, you know, uh, don't ask why. I'm like, you're my physician. You're not my psychologist. That's the worst question to be asking me to say not to ask right now. Chemotherapy and radiation, uh, close to two years, lost all my hair, and not just that, my self-confidence, my self-esteem, my will to live. My own father never visited me one day in the hospital, but if it wasn't for a friend, mama, I wouldn't be here today. Uh, the, the, the mental discombobulation and the, the psychological pain was worse than the physical pain. And she told me, she said, you got to go to Psalm 118.17, which says, you shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Uh, everybody gets knocked down in life, but a knockdown is not a knockout unless you stay down. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a strong woman, that being my mother in my life, who fought for me and told me to live when I wanted to die. So uh, I really don't look like what I've been through, and it's, it's nothing but the grace of God as to why I'm still here. That is truly an amazing testimony. And, uh, you know, uh, just listening to uh, what God did for you. I mean, I know those that are listening are uh, being inspired by your testimony. I know you've given it several times, and in, in several different areas and and it's just uh, the more you think about it you just uh, have to every time you think about it all you have to do is is just continue to thank God for where he's brought you from and um, and when you think about um, where God has brought you from and where he's taking you man we can do nothing but 
um, just be impressed uh, with that because um, it just seems like um, as he brought you out of that phase of your life, he's taking you to heights uh, pretty much unknown. Um, you know, you've written eight books. Um, again, international speaker. You've been on the Steve Harvey show. Uh, you've been a presenter for MegaFest with TD Jakes. Um, tell our listeners what you feel has been the most fulfilling accomplishment that you've had in your life. Yeah, uh, you know, as you know, because you're a preacher par excellence, man. You know, when you get the get the mic, you you slay it, Doc. Um, one of the <laughs> so you know, in Proverbs, as, as Scripture says, your gift will make room for you and bring you before right. right, man. Right. And uh, a lot of times, you go through a lot of great adversity, which really prepared you for the opportunity. Um, you know, people say, "Hey, I want to do what you do. I want to be where you." you are this, that, and the other, but I'm sure you can rattle off your struggles and your uh, trials and tribulations that you had to go through uh, and tell them, hey, you know, well, how about you go through cancer for two years? How about you experience your father not being in your life to where you try to play a role when you weren't given the script? How about people mm. dog you out and talk behind your back and say you're not going to do anything? Or how about your guidance counselor tells you you'll never go to community college, much less a college or even pick up a trade. All of that that you went through was qualifying you to get to the place where you are now. That was the place which released the anointing in your life to be able to access and speak power into people. Um, so for me, yes, those things are, are great and it's been a rewarding experience. One of the greatest things for me, though, is uh, the program that I developed for young men. That might be really the, the, the proudest moment to say, hey, what I've translated into these young men's lives, they can now translate into somebody else's life and develop this program called Boys to Books. Here to empower young men, yeah, through literacy, leadership, and life skill development um, to really use books as a bridge to help young men transition from boyhood to manhood. But it's also an opportunity for me to speak into my 13, 14, 15-year-old self vicariously through these young men because I didn't have that mentor. I didn't have that father figure. And so to kind of stand in proxy for young men who may be void of that in their lives and uh, did some work in legislation, uh, well, rather became a, uh, yeah, we did some work in Congress with former Congressman Hanson Clark. And um, we actually developed, a, didn't become re legislation, but it became a resolution during President Obama's uh, tenure. Um, and developed a resolution called HRES 721, uh, which really uh, became the impetus for President Obama's My Brother's Keeper initiative. That, that, that type of work there is substantive, you know, uh, beyond rhetoric and speeches and, you know, uh, awards. It's a real reward, you know, to transform and change lives. Uh, I agree with you 100%, you know, um, you being able to to give back and 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 pay it forward to um, the next generation of young people that are coming up behind you or coming up behind us um, is in fact the most rewarding um, thing that you can do, um, and and especially 
um, you know, coming up where you didn't have those types of things, these young men um, that you're giving or sharing with these young people, uh, I think is even more admirable and extraordinary because you could have taken those experiences that you had as a child and said, you know what, I'm just going to take care of me. I'm just going to be me, myself, and I. But instead, you live a life of servitude. You live a life of um, of volunteerism. You live a life of giving of yourself and your time to those that are really in need. And I think that's truly admirable. I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. You know, um, I, I was reading something the other day, and it's it's interesting. Uh, it's been 50 years since uh, Dr. King was killed. And 50 years later, they're still killing kings. Mm. So, uh, you know, uh, to to really speak truth to power, but also to to speak to our young men about uh, police brutality, about the plight, but also the promise. Um, about the difference between being a male and a man, but also a whole spectrum that, in many cases, they live in the crosshairs of society. We can give them all the, the tips, tools, and things of the trade or how to govern yourself accordingly, but we see young men all across America, and we, you know, uh, so in many cases, we just become desensitized to a young man who is shot and killed because the police were threatened by the fact that he pulled something out of his pocket and it was a phone when they thought it was a gun. I mean, it's just uh, senseless acts to where uh, our young men have so much promise, but in many cases they're always looked at as a pariah in society, whether they're in a hood or whether they're in a suit. You know, these are just some of the things I've tried to bring to the forefront and uh, make our young men aware of. Hi, I'm Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, empowerment sessions, scholarships, and much more. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash The Vision Initiative and find out how to donate and become a mentor or volunteer. The Vision Initiative, opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. Come join The Vision. It's their birthday and need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked.
got the munchies, call Munchie! If you worked all day, need a break, call Munchie! Having a party for the big game, call Munchie! If you want some mouth-watering pizza and wings, call Munchie! Call 248-476-7272 Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington Where you have the munchies, call munchies! Mr. Show featuring former state rep and 13th Congressional District candidate, the Honorable Chanel Jackson. So, Chanel, tell us what makes you the best candidate to fill this highly sought after seat. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. So there's nobody else who'll be able to say every aspect of their career, every aspect of their service, They've been a change agent, and they've produced results. That's what I've done, and that's why I'm the best candidate. And I believe that's why I deserve the support of the voters, and I'll continue to work and earn it. You tuned in to the Three Hour Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I know you are enjoying this interview we're having with author, motivational speaker, professor, and TV host, Dr. Eddie Connor. Let's get back into this dynamic interview with this powerful young brother. Author, speaker, professor, and TV host, Dr. Eddie Connor. And, you know, I'm glad you brought up um, the anniversary of uh, Dr. King's, well, two anniversaries, actually, the anniversary of his mountaintop speech, April 3rd. 50 years uh, which we just celebrated a couple days ago and then you know of course the next day 50 years ago Dr. King was assassinated and we uh, recognized and commemorated that as well and you um, put it very appropriately that uh, 50 years ago Dr. King was assassinated and 50 years later um, the police are assassinating kings and um and it's something that um, is quite tragic when you think about it, you know, um, looking at how far we've come and yet we still have so much further to go. I mean, you and I both have experienced the first black president of the United States um, back in 2007, November 2017 we watched uh, President-elect Barack Obama take the stage in Hyde Park celebrating this momentous achievement and eight years um, we you know we watched this man and um, you know be president and and it was just like you know wow we, we, we I, I didn't think we would be able to to witness something like that. I remember my son being, I think, four or five years old uh, when he was when he was elected, and um, that moment was so was was just so marvelous. What were some of your thoughts back in November of two thousand and seven when we saw history unfold right before our very eyes? Oh, I mean, that was a. Uh rather glorious moment it was it was uh 
commemorative uh, in regards to um, it was it was symbolic as I think about it, but it really was not substantive. And I say that to the degree of, um, yes, we're living in a, a day and age, especially when you think about your son and many other young people who are his age coming up now. Um, in many cases, they, they feel as, hey, you know, being a black president is, is, is really nothing now. I mean, it's, that's the norm, which is good. <laughs> right, uh, right. <laughs> but when you think about uh, certain things that, um, still seem to uh, penetrate our society. When you think about the Flint water system, the water crisis mm. still has not been remediated. You know, when you think about the housing market and the, the crisis there, you think about the, gen, the, the wealth inequality gap, uh, not just affecting men, but also women to where, yes, the average uh, woman makes 70 cents less uh, than the average man, but almost uh, uh, women make a, a dollar or more less than the average men, but also 30 cents less than the, the average woman, average white woman, that is. We still have a long way to go, and even though the, the you know, President Obama uh, reign was symbolic, there are still some things that uh, still, you know, need to be remediated, but also may never be uh, in, a, in a country that is as... Uh, racist as it is sexist. You know, we, we can only continue to uh, try to climb together. And then we also, as we get to the top, we got to reach back down and pull somebody else up. Uh, you know, like, you know, when they say, when, you know, when you think about what they said in the hood, we all we got, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think that has to be the motto uh, to say, yes, you know, we're, we're glad that we had a, a Barack Obama how many more of him can we build? You know, and right. I, I think that's that's right to where we begin to galvanize a generation of men and women um, who can march in that vein of, of the, the predecessor that we've had in our, our, our society. I hope you guys are enjoying our interview with um, Dr. Eddie Connor, international speaker, best-selling author, college professor, and TV host, I know I am I'm just enjoying chopping it up with him and talking about um, black issues and black and even black male issues. It's always um, refreshing to talk to another brother um, about what's going on in our world and um, really just getting um, his thoughts and opinions about what's taking place in society. But um you know, Dr. Connor, you have uh, written eight books, and um, more recently, you've just released uh, a new book entitled "Woman." I want you to tell our listeners about this new book and uh, what inspired you to write it. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, you know, eight is the the number of new beginnings, and I felt like I was starting all over again as a writer. Uh, and I know for those who are listening say, well, what does a man have to do with writing a book about women, much less the title woman? Uh, but, you know, really, you can't spell the word woman without man anyway. And, uh, you know, I really wanted to be reflective uh, on the essence, the, the, uh, the, the magnitude of what women provide to society and, and really how we should cherish them the more. So I define woman 
my acronym is wonderfully orchestrating magnanimous achievement naturally. And uh, that's what real women are. That's what they do. Um, if anything, as you're reading this book, it just debuted number one on Amazon, which was uh, awe-inspiring. I mean, being read all the way in places like Portugal and Australia and South Africa. Mm. But the main message of this book is really condensed in three words. You are enough. And, you know, when you live in a society where 2% of women on TV screens and magazines control, in many cases, how 98% of women feel about themselves, I wanted to share from a male perspective and address gender pay inequity. I wanted to address uh, misogyny and sexism. I wanted to address the whole aspect of of, uh, personal confidence, your relationship with God, and not just getting a man, but working your God-given purpose and plan. I really wanted to focus on many of those aspects because so many times women are uh, denigrated and only looked upon based upon what they, the assets of what they have on the outside versus the asset of who they are on the inside. It's not about what's just on you. It's about the value on the inside of you. And so uh, I wanted to share that perspective and, you know, real men uplift women. Um, Malcolm X said this, he said, the most neglected, unprotected, and disrespected woman on the planet is the black woman. We also know this, that no nation can rise higher than its women. And so uh, speaking on those specific avenues and those specific places, I really wanted to shed light, uh, especially in a culture climate of Me Too and Time's Up, uh, to say it's time now. Uh, to really begin uh, validating and, and uplifting and esteeming our women. And, you know, you and I were talking just recently. Um, we were just talking. You were telling me that uh, you got some some flack um, from, um, surprisingly, from uh, from women that um, uh, about your most recent book. Tell, uh, tell us about um, some of the criticisms you may have gotten from uh, the book that was supposed to be written to women. Oh yeah. You know, uh, a lot of times, you know, you, the people you try to help the most, uh, you know, sometimes have a, have a, uh, a different eye, a different perspective. Uh, primarily the reception has been resoundingly, uh, incredible in regards to, you know, celebrating the book, but you know, I'll do interviews and, you know, a woman may have a little hand on a hip, you know, three snaps in the neck roll, whatever it is. And she say, well, what, what you writing about woman for? And you, you everything but that. And, uh, you know, I, I just take it, <laughs> I take it in jest. Uh, but, and, and I, I was speaking to somebody that said, it's interesting that of course you can't spell woman or women without man or men. But the fact of the matter is this, you think in Genesis, the woman first came from the man anyway. God pulled the rib out of the man, put him to sleep, woke him up, and he sees Eve. He didn't even call her Eve yet, but he hollers, whoa, man. Whoa. And it's interesting now that as society, you could, you know, be fruitful and multiply. A woman came out of a man, but now women, in order to get to this planet, a woman has to birth men. 
the the first line of defense for the a man bringing a if you want to say uh, giving birth to a woman and, and that's not even there but God pulls the rib out and he creates a woman from the man but women now give birth to men for the rest of time for men and women is so interconnected and we often say you know men are from Mars women are from Venus and we try to you know, uh, put a divide between women and men. And it's just really a different perspective that in many cases we all have. Uh, but there's more connectivity than there is this unity. When we really begin to understand that we're help meet to one another. And so uh, I really kind of wanted to bring that to the forefront and to the light and really trans transition, transform our thinking, uh, to not treat women as second class citizens in the supposedly first class society. I, I know I'm enjoying uh the, the, the insights about um about men and women uh coming from Dr. Connor and his latest book entitled Woman. So tell us, Dr. Connor, how long did it take you to write this book? It took me really about a half a year mm. to write it. Um, I knew kind of where I wanted to go with it. I didn't really know the title. And I really kind of just thought about it and thought about it some more. I wanted to have something different. But all I could think of, the only way to describe a woman is the word woman. That, that's, that's just powerful enough in itself. Because the word woman is more than a noun. The word woman is a verb. Women are action-oriented. You give a woman groceries, she'll give you a meal. You give her a house, she'll give you a home. You put a give furniture, she'll decorate the home. You give her some mess too now, she's going to give you a little stress back. Whatever <laughs> she has, <laughs> she multiplies. That's, that's why Neo, the, the R&B singer, could say, I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. You make me better. Because I'm just specifically one way, but she has a panoramic perspective to see things differently because she brings a level of detail to the scene. You know, a woman communicates from, from feelings. Men, we just communicate from facts. You know, ask a woman how her day was. Uh, she's going to tell you from the time you, she slipped her feet in her slippers at 530 in the morning to when she poured herself some coffee or some tea at night. A man is just going, you ask him how his day was. It's good. But she communicates from a different level uh, and a powerful perspective. You know, somebody said, you know, man, when God created man, uh, that was just the rough draft, but the woman was the final copy. Simply because <laughs> if God ever made anything better than a woman, he had to have kept it for himself. So when you bring that whole level of, of thinking to the play, to the place, um, and especially if you really appreciate a mother or grandmother, a sister, a daughter, an aunt, a niece, then you understand the whole aspect of, of celebrating uh, our queens in society and empowering them to, to realize that they, they have a crown and they got to wear it. And the reason I asked the, that that question was because your most recent books, um, before before a woman was I believe was Dear Queen, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 
Right. It seemed to be they seem to be strategically aligned uh, with what's currently going on in society. And, you know, of course, with the Me Too movement and Women's History Month and, you know, so was it was it really done on purpose or are these books a matter of what you were thinking about when you sat down to put pen to paper? You know, I try to be strategic, but I'm not as as strategic as it may seem. Um, I began writing the book and I was really, you know, in trepidation when I wrote Dear Queen. Uh, that was that was released in 2017, and uh, I just wanted to to just take the challenge of just writing a book to women about really what the whole aspect of queen is. And um, you know, you hear women all the time calling themselves a queen, but it's not just what's on you; it's what's in you. I mean, you could put a crown on a clown; they're not a king or a queen. Mm-hmm. You put lipstick on a pig, but you know you can't take them to dinner that night. Um, and so I really wanted to place an emphasis and onus on what queen really means, quintessentially unique, empowering everyone naturally. So the book, Dear Queen, is the how to wear the crown, but woman is why to wear it, mm. why you should do it. And it brings you to a level of uh, woman takes, you know, woman, I, I think it's, uh, well, I'll say this, uh, queen is the sea and woman is the ocean. Uh, it, it takes you to a, a deeper level of understanding of who you are, and it speaks also to the times of, of where we're dealing with. And I, I said, I don't know if I should release Woman uh, in 2018. I don't know if I should do it in the next year. And I said, let me just do it. I'm just going to go ahead and release what's on my mind. And uh, as I as the book came out, of course, you know, uh, I just said, hey, let's do it on International Women's Day which was recently this past March the 8th. And uh, I just said, let me just put it out there and, and see what happens. I said, uh, whether it's backlash, whatever it is, I know I'm writing from my heart to uplift a, a generation of current generation, but also uh, the next generation. I feel the book is like a generational heirloom which can really be mm. passed from. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Mr. Show featuring international photojournalist and speaker Monica Morgan. Wow, Miss Morgan, I am literally here with chills just listening to you talk about some of your experiences. Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. I received a call from Israel, Prince Asiel Ben Israel, to photograph Winnie Mandela's historic visit. Well, I did, and I was able to document Winnie Mandela's uh, historic visit. And so when she saw me the first time, she said, I like your earrings. And I said, oh, thank you. And then she said, I like your earrings. And then she said, I like your earrings. And she extended her hand and said, give them to me. I was stunned. You send it to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. 
have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS, call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. This is Dr. Eddie Connor, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud show with my main man, Michael Nimmons. Grew up listening and singing If I Could Be Like Mike, and I really do, so I had to listen to how he brings it, how he flows with it, how he engages you, how he speaks truth to power and inspires you to do something greater than ever before. Don't you dare miss it. Continue to listen. Think out loud. Speak out loud. Michael Nimmons. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. I hope you have enjoyed our interview with author, speaker, Professor and TV host Dr. Eddie Connor. Let's hear the conclusion of this inspiring interview with Dr. Eddie Connor. I I uh, I'm enjoying our interview with Dr. Eddie Connor, international speaker, best-selling author, um, TV host. Now uh, you've added that to your resume. Um, tell our listeners about about that endeavor. Yeah, uh, you know, it just kind of just fell into my lap. Um, I, I, I love doing media and ministry in the marketplace. And um, I used to host a show uh, as a t- correspondent on CBS and the TCT opportunity as a guest. For me, I was recurring guest and I just happened to be in talk to some of the producers and we um, came into a show called Michigan Alive, uh, which I had uh, some pastors and community leaders on uh, in the past and recently took a sabbatical from it, uh, from the TCT network, especially with the book coming out and, you know, all of the the rigor with that. And, uh, but, I, I mean, it really just wants to spotlight and highlight people doing positive things on it. And so, uh, you know, as I was telling you, once I get back to it, uh, we're going to take you from behind the booth right into the front of the TV. But, it, you know, I really just wanted to show uh, a different level and a version of us. You know, the, the media is so skewed in regards to how it shows black and brown people in America. You know, mm-hmm. shooting, looting, cussing, and fussing turning up. I mean, uh, no, we turning lies around. And I wanted to show from that perspective, uh, conscious thought, uh, powerful individuals who have storylines uh, and, and individuals who are literally doing something good in their hood. You know, I, I really wanted to bring that to the forefront and, and um, really, you know, change the trajectory 
and the narrative of what we generally see. Um, and, and that truly is, um, is remarkable. Um, you know, as you were talking, I, I want to, I want to know from you, um, you know, you've lived, you're living a life of inspiration yourself to, to so many people writing books, um, uh, being a speaker, um, you know, traveling around the country and the world, uh, telling your story and sharing your message of positivity, you know, tell our listeners, um, you know, who inspires you, you know, what, uh, what, what person out there, uh, really motivates and inspires you? Uh, well, first and foremost, you got to say people like yourself, Mike, um, you know, who, who recognize that they have a gift, understand this, that as long as they have a pulse, they have a purpose, uh, who are launching out and really, uh, creating something from nothing. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of times we're waiting for somebody to give us an opportunity when really we got to give ourselves an opportunity. If nobody's going to give you an opportunity, create one for yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I've always been inspired as a, a young boy, uh, listening to Dr. King. I mean, you, I mean, his voice mm. was, was a, a, a melodic symphony, you know, his cadence is the way that he was Man. able to connect with an audience and, you know, and, and to see, uh, to, of course, honing my craft in church, uh, whether it's from an Easter speech to a sermon. And, and then, you know, uh, and then the, the, the aspect of overcoming odds, determination. I mean, uh, Jordan, was uh, I thought he was my father growing up. <laughs> yeah, I, I idolized him and how you know he was just taking no for an answer. No, you know I'm not I'm not taking no prisoners. Hey, you know we gonna right. do battle, and I'm gonna come out on top. To beat me, you are gonna literally have to rip my heart out. And um, yep. you know he came his his especially those years of of ninety six to ninety nine were really serious for me and just his the way that he finished his career out during the time with the Bulls you know really helped me in my time of struggling especially those particular years of my life to say all right I can beat was beating me I can literally compete against my own body to overcome something that's destroying me from the inside out to find the can in cancer you know whether it's, it's, it's entertainment whether it's the religious field, whether it's community uh, engagement and activism, you know, Malcolm X as well. I mean, I, I literally stand on the shoulders of giants and I, I would say my inspiration lately is not an individual. It's a collective. And that mm. is women. You think about black women, they graduate from college more than any other ethnicity or gender, more than men, more than white women, more than Hispanic women, more than any other, more than Asian women. More than Asian men, they graduated a greater clip. They now, especially, are controlling the marketplace. Um, Tyler Perry even said this. He said, um, women control the marketplace and men buy what women like. To see how they are really even controlling the aspect of the dollar and going into business at a greater rate than ever before, black women are. But even though they go into business at a rap, more rapid rate, a lot of times they don't remain in business. 
And so I, I wanted mm-hmm. to write to women about how to create uh, ladders of leverage, building uh, capital, not just for just cash purposes, but real capital, leveraging your resources and uh, building your brand and, and, and keeping yourself in business and then loving yourself and knowing your worth while doing that. I am truly, again, enjoying um, our conversation with, with Dr. Connor and um, man, you you you're you're truly you're truly amazing, brother, doctor. I, I I thank you so much for being on the show with us. Um, tell our listeners how they can uh, follow you, how they can keep up with you on social media. I like to say the revolution not only be televised, it'll be digitized. So go to my website. It's eddieconnor.com. For the listener, please put some respect on my name. I have no E's or S's in my last name, so it's E D D I E C O N N O R dot com, and then also Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Eddie Connor Jr. So I'm there. Well, there you have it, guys. Uh, I I know you have enjoyed um, listening to Dr. Eddie Connor, international speaker, best-selling author, college professor. Um, and now TV host, uh, this young man is uh, truly um, doing some amazing things. And I wish you nothing but the best. And I pray that God will take you to higher heights and deeper depths. Thank you for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I truly, truly appreciate it. Oh, appreciate you again, brother. I mean, you really are the voice of choice and you bring such a powerful perspective to the platform. And you make the listener think deeper and you make the interviewer uh, probe harder. I appreciate you. Really, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to speak truth to your powerful audience. God bless you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it Miss the show featuring Vice President and General Counsel of Western Air, Rexy Rowe. So tell our listeners, how did your family get involved in the aviation business? Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. So Western Air um, started from around 2001, but basically my dad is a private pilot by trade and um, my mom had went away to school and because um, they had me very young and so she wanted to go back to college and so we moved to Fort Lauderdale. When we came back to the Bahamas on our you know vacation, you just noticed that the air transportation between our island and getting into the city in Nassau was, was pretty terrible and so it was really kind of my mom's idea to kind of fuse my dad's knowledge about aviation, her interest in business. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Got the munchies? Call Munchies! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchies! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchies! If you want some off-water pizza and wings? Call Munchies! Call 248-476-7272. Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington. Where you have the munchies, call munchies. 
enjoyed the show, leave a comment on the Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. Go to facebook.com slash radio show. Share the episode. Subscribe to the podcast. Facebook about it. Tweet about it. Instagram about it. Make the show a part of your weekly routine. Tuesdays from 8 to 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's time, 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 time for the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought, 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 Thought of the Week. Our thought for this week comes from Matthew the 8th chapter where Jesus encounters a couple of individuals that are in need of God's healing. One is a man who was stricken with leprosy and another who was a centurion soldier whose servant was sick of the palsy and grievously tormented. The focus for our thought comes from the centurion soldier who beseeched Jesus to heal his servant. And Jesus said in verse 7, I will come and heal him. But the centurion's response to Jesus' intention to come to heal his servant is where the crux of our thought is found. In verse 8, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. What a powerful expression of faith coming from a man who may or may not profess a relationship with the God of who he just asked to heal his servant. But the centurion believed in the power of God so much that his servant did not have to be in the physical presence of Jesus to be healed. But if Jesus just simply spoke the word only, his servant would be healed. Here again, we're talking about the power of the spoken word. And Jesus, who is the originator of this power, and in Hebrews 11 and 3, it states, By faith we understand that the worlds, the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And not only is God the originator of this power to speak things into existence, those of us who are his children also share this power as well. We have the power within us to speak the word and declare those things that be not as though they are. Hence, the real power of this radio show. We're not just on the air biding time or entertaining you because we feel you need to be entertained or motivated, 
But the real inertia or drive behind this show is to give you an inside look at the power you have to transform your own life through the power of your own words. You speak negative and negative things will happen. Likewise, if you speak positive, we believe positive things will happen as well. But the power is completely up to you. And as we end every show each Tuesday with our affirmation, you have to tell yourself the things you want to see happen. You've got to tell yourself the things that are not going to happen. You've got to remind yourself of of the power you already have to experience the change you want to see happen. Not because you were daydreaming, but simply because you've been thinking out loud. Special thanks to my good friend Dr. Eddie Connor for spending the 40th edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us. Remember, you can purchase his new book, Woman, along with all of his other books and products right from his website at eddieconnor.com. That's E-D-D-I-E-C-O-N-N-O-R.com. eddieconnor.com. Next week, our show will be live. That's right, we're going to be live on Blog Talk Radio, and you don't want to miss this show. You'll be able to call into the show directly and talk to us. This entire show, we're dedicating to our new book, Vision. We're going to be spending the entire show talking about it and sharing with you insights from it. And as an added bonus, we're going to be giving away a gift basket courtesy of KCN Designs for Mother's Day. But you've got to be listening to the show to find out how you can win this free basket. So make sure you tune in next week at 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned for more details. And thank you again thinking out uh, for all of our Thinking Out Loud radio show listeners for supporting us and supporting the show. We truly, truly appreciate it. Be sure to share our posts, our tweets, and Instagram posts all over social media. We want you to spread the word, the positive messages, and the good vibes from this show all across the internet. Well, we'll see you same time, same station next week when we're talking our brand new book, Vision. And we're going to be live on Blog Talk Radio. So don't you go anywhere. Uh, You got to make sure you tune in to next week's show. And as always, remember, if you think it, then you can believe it. If you believe it, then you'll see it. If you can see it, then you will be it. If you can be it, then you will achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening.
Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. Want to book Michael Nimmons for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimmons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com. We have some affordable advertising packages just for you. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.